Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Rudy Giuliani. Hello, this is Rudy Giuliani, and welcome uh, to the Rudy Giuliani Show. This is the show, I'm not going to say we're the only one, but we're among a few (laughs) that tells you everything. Most of the shows on radio and television, I have to tell you, I should at some point I should do an essay or a book rating them in terms of uh, transparency, meaning do they tell you all the newsworthy items that they have, or do they shade them based on uh, politics? Some shading, almost necessary, right? But complete shading, like, for example, I mean, I guess there's no better example than the hard drive when they just blew it away. There's not a single defense in the history of the world to that, nor do you have much more of a significant act of fascism than that in a democratic election. But that's the extreme, you know, to one extent or another. Or if you have two equally, uh, you have two equally, uh, bad or good stories, I don't know. You give a little more time. You may not even know it to the one you agree with more than the one that you disagree with. But you don't not report the one you disagree with. You don't go hide it. For example, when Biden, uh, was unable to remember, he went to Ireland four days later in an extraordinary gaffe, not gaffe, an extraordinary uh, demonstration of the uh, of the illness of dementia right out of the uh, right out of the book, DSM five. It is um, I don't know what the wor- right word would be in journalism. You know, if it was a lawyer, it'd be malpractice, um, abuse of power, unethical dishonest not to report it. That's a significant fact that the American people are entitled to know in their own assessment of is he capable of carrying out the duties of President of the United States. There are many things going wrong in this country. There are always many things going wrong. But I do think it's a fair statement, even uh, for um, even for uh, 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 for someone who's a partisan like I am, to uh, to say that the amount of things that have gone wrong in the last two and two and a half years seem extraordinary. I mean, you just do it on numbers, right? Inflation, one or two percent. Inflation, five percent. It had been up to eight uh, percent. Ten, ten million jobs unfilled. Yes, uh, jobs are up, but there are still ten million that are unfilled. And therefore, they affect the unemployment rate and make it look much better than it really is. Uh, the the war in Afghanistan, uh, the, the war in um, in Ukraine. There's not a single person in the world that thinks that it would would have happened under Trump or any number of other presidents who were not uh, like Biden, who had not done what he did in Afghanistan, run, but run in a, in a way that betrayed um, a cowardice, that left people behind, irrational decisions like taking troops out before 
before uh, civilians and finally giving up Pagram Air Base for nothing 400 miles from China. So there are things that were done that almost like that, giving that air base back comes down to how, how could you do that? Why would you give up an air base 400 miles from China? Are you a traitor? Is it the money that you got from China? Fair question, by the way. Or is there something mentally wrong with you? Because even when you were running for president, you thought you saw Roosevelt on television when he wasn't. And so these things should be reported so the American people can get to a consensus on is the guy capable of carrying it out? And is he being, is he being, um, is it being covered up by a bunch of uh, Democrats who care more about their power and their, uh, and their, um, hold on power than about the country? I mean, right now we have a debt ceiling coming up. The Republicans, uh, uh, despite Biden's, uh, taunting that they'd never be able to get it together and taunting McCarthy that he was a weak leader, just elected by the skin of his teeth, McCarthy did something that a lot of other speakers have been able to do. He came up with a with with a uh, with a budget a budget plan, and it has cuts in it, and it has some increased spending in it. A, a, a responsible plan by a lot compared to his uh, basically wanting to spend us into oblivion. But he he refuses to meet with McCarthy. Now, why would he refuse to meet with McCarthy? They've had no personal issues, not that I know of. There's no, I don't remember a tremendous, I mean, the usual stuff. He uh, he, uh, he attacked McCarthy for McCarthy, I guess, uh, supporting Trump and some of the things that he did about the election. And, and McCarthy has attacked him for, uh, for, for for some of the worst decisions made by an American president. But that would just about rule out every Republican. What what was this unity thing? How can you honestly say you're attempting unity, but you won't meet with the Speaker of the House of Representatives? By the way, it's the President, the Vice President, the Speaker of the House, and Chuck Schumer. So if, God forbid, something happened to Trump and Harris, God forbid, and uh, or something happened to Trump, then something happened to Harris, and she couldn't get a Vice President confirmed in time, McCarthy would be the president of the United States. He's that close to being president of the United States. The only reason Biden is not meeting with him is Biden can't carry on a sensible conversation with him. And unlike the Democrats who cover it up and people who don't love their country who cover it up, McCarthy is going to feel, I'm sure, because he's a patriot, he's going to feel not even as a political issue. I, I got to do something about this. I can't let a man who can't remember he went to Ireland uh, decide whether this world is going to exist or not. I, I do want to point out and take a short interruption because we picked up this morning on Twitter something quite beautiful. And anytime I can remember him uh, and I can get you to remember him, we just we just got a little closer to heaven. This is a tweet from and you help me with I'm not I'm not even sure I know who the tweet is from. It says it here somewhere. It's already gotten 54,000 views, which is nice. Uh, this is, well, let me read it first and then Ted will tell us who it is. Thinking of my friend, Reverend Michael Judge, this morning. You told me a very powerful story this morning about your friend. So you, you put a tweet out? Absolutely. Thank you. 
Man, Thank this you. is us. This yeah, is we you. had. I had. I, for some reason, I had a real, I, a real fallback to 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 to, to my uh, spiritual counselor. I know that's a, that's a sort of major word. My my spiritual counselor for twelve for eight years, who got me through. Oh, I told you. I, I told I told you and Millie about how he taught me how to deal with people uh, whose sons and daughters and f- husbands and had died. How he taught me how to how I, how I was first very nervous about it, and then how he taught me to get out of myself. And it always wasn't exhausting. The way he wanted you to do it, you went home and went to sleep. I mean, it was an, basically to get out of your stuff. Forget, forget about yourself and get get into them. Get into what they need, and also remember when you. I remember the, the first time we were driving in the car and firefighter had died i had to go tell mom and, and and the wife and i said i never did this before father judge and i hardly knew him then he was a franciscan priest and he said oh you'll be great at it and i said why he said because because you got a good heart and a good soul mayor you know that a lot of people don't think so but you know that i said well how do you know that he said well i'm, I'm a judge of people and i've watched you very very carefully he said here's what i want you to do i want you to go in and the first thing i want you to do is be an italian i said why don't you hug i said yeah i hug well hug a lot Second, uh, remember you're the mayor. And for them, for them, the idea that the mayor of New York is walking into the house, you, you know, you're, you're, you've only been mayor two months. You're still Rudy Giuliani. You haven't made the tr- 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 transition to being a big shot. And I hope you never do. But, um, you think you're just another guy. And that's good. But you're not. <laughs> and when you walk in, the mayor walks in. And these are people who are a firefighter family. You know, they love the mayor. They probably voted like crazy for you over Dinkins because there was a big battle with the firefighters. Uh, when you walk in, they're going to be a little starstruck. So take advantage of it in a nice way. Just be very kind. Act like they're the, your relatives. They'll, they will eventually feel like your relatives. If you can't think of anything else, here's a really good one. I'm sorry this happened. And then then start getting into what you really believe. I mean, why did he die? And what does it mean? What's the implications of his dying? What did it mean about the kind of man he was? And, and then what did that mean about the kind of man they brought up and the kind of man she married and the kind of man who leaves behind the genes in the, in the, in the child? So think about that. And over after three or four times, you'll be good. <laughs> and I did it. And about the fourth or fifth time, I turned to him. You know, I said, well, Father, why don't you? And he said, no, no, you do it. You're just as good. And when he said that, man. So here's what it says. He remained on scene. A judge served as chaplain of the New York City Fire Department and refused to flee to safety on the morning of September 11th. I saw him, by the way, probably 10 to 12 minutes before he was crushed. He remained on scene and prayed. He wasn't the first to perish that day, but he's the first name reported on the New York City Medical Examiner's list of the deceased. He was the first reported, and he was the first and one of the few bodies taken out, out of there and over to St. Peter's Church, by the way. God rest your soul, Michael. May we all be as kind, generous, and heroic as you are. This was an extraordinarily handsome, debonair, smart, unbelievable speaker, unbelievable comedian, and just one hell of a man. And he should be a saint. We'll be back in... Um, in just a few minutes, and we'll do several other canonizations. Rudy Giuliani. Hello, this is Rudy Giuliani. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. 
Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Uh, I, uh, there's another guy I got in there, uh, uh, Cardinal O'Connor. There's another one I'm, 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 uh, secretly working on. Uh, although, you know, I make it, I may get arrested for acting as a foreign agent by, uh, the Bidens and shot. I think that's the new penalty for, rep- uh, Democrats who act as foreign agents and lie about it, like Hunter, who did it about 130 times, they get, uh, oh, they get a free bedroom in the White House. Trips on Air Force One. Uh, they get people to pay excessive amounts of money for the uh, kind of crap they put on canvases. That's what you get if you do it and you're a Democrat. If you're a Republican and uh, you don't even violate the law, but it looks like you did, uh, you, you go to jail for 50 years. That's the way our system works. I just exaggerated, but I am telling the truth. There's nobody... I don't think there's anybody that wants to call here and thinks they can withstand a debate with me on whether our system of justice is fair, equal, and, uh, yeah, it's colorblind, but it's sure not political ideology blind. That is for sure. Um, so it looks like Ron DeSantis is jumping in. <laughs> he may be, he better be able to jump out, I'll tell you. I, he might have 86 million, but I'm, I'm not saying this as a Trump partisan because, uh, you know, look, I, 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 I like to separate my roles, you know. I, I, and look, I admit I can't completely. So thank God you know all my prejudices and, you know, I was his lawyer. I've been his friend for 35 years. I was uh, one of his top campaign people in 16. I spent four, you you would say you know you would say sort of allegorically uh, twenty four hours a day with him for four months, but I was on every single trip with him for four months until the last two weeks of the campaign when I went off with my son Andrew and several others, and we did we had our own campaign plane along, and Don Jr. had one, and when we tried to spread out, and then I joined him again for a bunch of those. But in any event, look, I know him and I have great respect and affection for him, and I also. On a personal basis, we've done things for each other, all things having to do with our family. Don't get all excited. You're going to find some crime. And um, so there's a real tie there. But I, I look at DeSantis uh, in, a, in a somewhat more objective way than Ted, who's right here. Uh, th- look, sometimes that happens. And Ted, is he back in Florida yet, Mayor? Who, who Ted? No, no, the governor. Is he back in Florida? No, no, I know he's he been took, all around he the world a, here for the he past. He took a uh, trip to Timbuktu. Uh, <laughs> but he put, he's got he's going to have eighty six million uh, if he can get his governor's money switched over. And I know that's a little complicated because uh, state money is collected on different basis than federal money. So, for example, if he were a senator and he had twenty million in the bank and collected it under Fed rules, he could, I think, just switch it over to his presidential account. But I remember I had this problem uh, when I ran because I had some money in my mayor's account collected under different rules, and I could only transfer a certain amount of it, the amount that, that, that matched 
the federal rules. So I don't know if he's really going to have $86 million or he, he's doing that to you know show a little muscle, which is okay. Uh, I think he's had a bad month. I think he's had a bad month now. You and 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 I think he could make a very, and, he, and he's he's appearing to make the first time candidate mistakes, uh, which are good, but not good when you're up against a consummate professional like Trump, who is a killer in terms of campaigning. I mean, he just wears you down, wears you down, wears you down, uh, and doesn't let you get away with too many mistakes. It's like playing a very very good team. Like they're going to be a big hockey game tonight between the. Rangers and the Devils. Uh, probably, it's probably going to be won by the team that has less unforced errors. <laughs> the team that makes fewer mistakes is probably going to win when you have a team that that's, that's close. You can't, against Trump, no unforced errors or you're dead. Goodbye. And Trump, Trump seems to be, oh, come, come on, Ted wants to get in there and take a but, shot at DeSantis. No, not at all, Mayor. <laughs> I, I have a question, a very serious question for you. Can DeSantis survive running here? And losing to Trump, can he survive and be the guy for twenty? Yes. Eight. Is it a challenge? Great question. Absolute challenge. And if you were his uh, campaign advisor, his friend, whatever, uh, and you wanted him to run now, because I, I know you, you, you even have a rationale for why he has to run now. Tell, tell us. I'm not exactly convinced of this, but you, you but you make a good argument. If, you know, you, you're in politics here in the United States, and people are. Uh, chomping at the bit for you to run for president, right? That window is open, and there's no guarantee that window stays open. Right. We're talking about the U.S. presidency. So for Mr. DeSantis, for the governor, does he have to almost do this by rule because he has the opportunity? Okay. Look, I agree. Mayor. I agree that what you're saying is a, is a truism in principle of politics. I also agree they're all made to be broken, and they all have exceptions. Uh, and uh, Trump makes everything different because he's different. He's, he's different in the sense that there is a chance you'll pay more for running against him than if you were running against a Bush or even a Reagan. Um, and, and also, here's the other thing about him that people are not going to buy, but I know it. He doesn't completely control his people. You think he does. They love him more than he loves himself, if that's possible. Meaning, let's say let's say uh, a very unlikely event that DeSantis beats him. Trump will endorse him. I have no doubt about it. Against Biden, he'll endorse him. He'll probably be his hardest worker. He's going to be upset. He's going to be angry. He's going to be embarrassed. All those things. Well, we'll be right back, and we'll uh, 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 finish our psychoanalysis. Rudy Giuliani. The Rudy Giuliani Show. This is Rudy Giuliani back with you um, again. uh, And now we're going to have a a matchup. Rather rare uh, in American politics. Rather rare on a Sunday morning uh, talk show format. I was not able to listening to it because I was doing a real Sunday morning uh, talk show where we actually talk about the truth rather than the pack of lies that has become Meet the Press. But this was a matchup between two men where one literally had double the IQ of the other. That's rare because, you know, very few people go below 100 IQ. This guy does. And the best way you can tell, and t- I've noticed this and I've told Ted, but Ted's never really responded to this. I think the guy is so dumb he doesn't even wash his face. Because every time he appears on Meet the Press, he's got like this, all this dirty stuff around his mouth and around his face. And I don't think he does a good job of washing a, his face. I think, Mayor, I think that's facial hair. That's facial hair. I think Chuck's that? been trying to grow a beard. 
that little chicken fuzzy fuzzy thing that some of it goes into his mouth is facial hair. I think so. That could be, you know, it is possible that if when you go below 100 IQ, it affects your facial hair. I've heard that. I think Dr. Fauci has written a treatise on that. Uh, but in any event, I want you to listen to this because um, this is, again, matchup. Da-da-da-da. Chuck Todd, Vivek Ramaswamy. Here goes. Number one. Below the age of 18, I think it's perfectly legitimate to say that we won't allow genital mutilation or chemical castration through puberty blockers. You're calling for the it that, transition. but how do you know it's that? Again, how do you know, are, are you confident that you know that gender uh, is uh, as binary as you're describing it? Are you confident that I it am. isn't a spectrum? I uh, am. Do you know I'm, this as a scientist? Well, there's, there's two X chromosomes if you're a woman, an X and a Y. That means there's you're a man. There's a lot of scientific research out there. There's a lot of scientific research out there that says gender is a spectrum. Chuck, I, I respectfully disagree. Gender dysphoria for most of our history, all the way through the DSM-5, has been characterized as a mental health disorder. And I don't think it's compassionate <laughs> to affirm that. I think that's cruelty. When a kid is crying out for help, mm-hmm. what they're asking for is, you've got to ask the question of what else is going wrong at home? What else is going wrong at school? Let's be compassionate and get to the heart of that, rather than playing this game as though we're actually changing right. our medical understanding I, for the last I, I go 100 back years. To this. So who has if a, a brain? Is dealing with who? a child that has that, these. That's good. That's good. That's good. Who has a brain there, right? Who has a brain? I mean, come on. Gender is a spectrum, and there are lots of scientific. Please recommend some to me. I'd like to read them because I'm sure they come from political activists, uh, Marxists, and just sad people. Uh, until the recent. Um, Intervention of political correctness and the tyranny we live under. It was a, uh, oh, I don't know how many hundreds of years, but in psychiatry and medicine, what we're talking about was considered a mental illness that needed to be dealt with, uh, which had high levels of um, suicide attached to it. And um, it appears as if those levels of suicide get worse when people make the transition. So I don't know. Maybe we should start reacting like, like scientists, and not like a bunch of uh, political, ideological, cult, cult type morons, which is what they are. Now let's go to Biden, and then we'll go to the calls because this is again you're not going to see on the evening news. Uh, I don't know the odds that you'll see it on. Um, like, I would like to have a con- uh, on Fox. I'd like to have a conversation. Maybe we, uh, this week we'll do it. Where, where where do we put Fox now? Are they part of the mainstream media? Are they part of the Iron Curtain of silence? Is Fox one of those we got to go around in order to beat the Iron Curtain of si- silent of of, uh, of of censorship? It's interesting. You know, I think I think it's right now in transition, and it'll be interesting to see where it goes. But the fire, the firing of uh, Tucker Carlson, was not just another firing. It was a, it was a catastrophic, critical event, in what has been a long march to censorship. Uh, let's let's listen to Biden cut five to make our own assessment of his mental state. Turn. Turn this primary from a campaign that's about negative attacks into one about what we're for, because we cannot get reelect. We cannot win this reelection. Excuse me. We can only reelect Donald Trump. I, I, I'm not going to play it again because I don't want to waste your time. But 
are, are, is anybody really serious that he isn't demented? I mean, why why would you even can't you somehow uh, uh, summon up enough love for your country to say this country shouldn't be burdened with a person who um, can't? I mean, gets confused about who's running and how they're running, and this is only two days after a child asking him where he's been. Uh, he's just come back from a big, 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 very publicized trip to Ireland. He couldn't remember it. Aren't we serious enough? And aren't we um, responsible enough as guardians of our democracy to say, whether Republican or Democrat, you cannot have a fool running your country. The man, the man has the mental capacity of a fool. How he got there, whatever, it's an illness. And the illness is one that we know gets only worse. He's not sitting there getting better. He's either, he's either maintaining himself where he is or he's losing more brain cells. That is, that is, now you want to talk about science? That's science. Un, and now, un, uncontradicted. Absolutely uncontradicted. So let's go to uh, to Michael, who is in Wilmington, North Carolina, I believe. Hello, Mr. Mayor. Can you hear me all right? I hear you loud and clear, Michael. Hey, listen, let's assume for the purposes of argument that, that Joe Biden was compromised by the Chinese at the time of the Afghanistan withdrawal. Assuming arguendo. Assume, Do you, so you, you're a lawyer, right? That the Chinese said, hey, we want Bagram Air Force Base, and we want you to leave it undefended, and, and, we, and we just want to move in there after the smoke clears. You with me so far? I got you so far. So let's say that he says, no, nope, we're not going to do that. We're going to withdraw in an orderly, insane way. And we're also going to have a status of forces agreement that allows us to keep control of Bagram Airfield. And the Chinese get mad. And then the Chinese retaliate by exposing Joe Biden with video of him taking bribes, with emails, with digital information that proves that he's been on the Chinese payroll for over 20 years. Realistically, what difference would it make if the media and the political swamp didn't want to take him down? He wouldn't go down. Even that wouldn't be enough, would it? You know, I've been asked that question uh, so often, Michael, at different junctures. You know, when uh, Bob Costello and I first looked at the hard drive together, we said he can't, he can't, he can't escape this. This is the end. The American people will never elect a 30-year massive criminal. So, you know, I've been wrong maybe five times about things that came out uh, when his son's uh, text came out that for 30 years I've been paying him uh, uh, 50% of my income and paying all the expenses of the family. I thought he was finished then. I tend to think if the if the Chinese put that out right now, it would be the end because he's more weakened now than he was then. But, I, Michael, I could be wrong. What do you think? I think, well, I think you're right now. Now they're looking for motivations to make a change. But back then, I think he was still viable going forward. And I think right now the the, the viewpoint's a little different. But I, but I don't know. I don't. An excellent question, by the way, Michael. It was an excellent question to illustrate uh, the, immun- the kind of immunity he has. 
I agree with you. Uh, two years ago, it would it, it would have been just wouldn't have been covered, and and China would have been accused of uh, of lying, uh, and it would have been brushed off. And those of us who 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 pay attention and value the truth would have been upset. But you know they they'd have kept it. They they'd have saved him. This time, I am pretty sure it would finish him. But I wouldn't stake my life on it. He might still have that capacity. I don't know. Uh, Michael, are you a lawyer? I am not. You sound like one. You, that was a very, very good argument. Excellent argument. If I were, if I were your law school professor, <laughs> I'd give you an A for that one. That was beautifully put. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, let's go to Bill. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, Rudy, how are you, Mr. Mayor? I'm good, uh, I'm good. How's Wanta? I love Wanta. Ah, it's excellent. Hey, I actually worked for you in the 1990s uh, during the Comstock era uh, down at uh, One Police Plaza. Uh, oh, wow. You know, I was yeah. just I, I was just uh, talking about Comstock. Um, in fact, I'll give you I'll give everybody a little message about something about the police department later. Uh, did, did you know uh, Chief Esposito? Yes, yes. I actually. uh you know, um, we I actually put on a presentation for you at the, at the hotel uh, back then when when Compsat was pretty big. A lot of dignitaries would come out to uh, to uh, see how the program was working. I, I don't know if you remember that. I do remember. I do remember. Uh, I do remember going through a Compsat thing at a hotel because we usually did it in the Compsat room. I mean, we usually did it in the police department. We did a few. We did a few off premises. They did one at City Hall. I mean, that was a hell of a program, huh? Now, what I, what my job was, I designed the narcotics databases and the uh, warrants databases to track, uh, you know, pretty much arrest activity and forfeitures and and seizures. But you think uh, they great time back then, Rudy. You know, you did a great job. Thank you. Well, week. you did, too, if you did that. Bill, let me ask you a question. Do you think they've kept it up? I know they during Bloomberg, I used to get to see it occasionally. And I and Ray Kelly uh, improved it. I mean, he he started using it for more things, and they added things to it. Got in a sense that De Blasio never paid a damn bit of attention to it. And the second thing uh, I'm surprised at Adams doesn't, and he's an ex cop. I don't think Adams is smart enough to understand it. About that, because you know, uh, you know, I knew Adams back then when he was a police officer. Yeah, well, tell us, tell us uh, about. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was, you know, he he was pretty much like. A, uh, more like an activist type of cop at the time. But, uh, you know, I really don't want to go into it too much. Okay. But <laughs> do you know of any arrests that he ever made? Uh, no, I don't know. But I made a, made a ton. I made, a, you know, right. hundreds and hundreds. I remember sleeping on yeah. the floor of the Queen's, uh, you know, district office, uh, you know, in Brooklyn on the couch. You know, the Brooklyn couch, right? I, I know, yeah. So you were going to talk about double standard in the judicial system. I don't want to take you off your point. Well, yeah, you know, Rudy, I really feel bad for what they did for you. I mean, here you are, you're a great man, and they went after you because of who you associated with. And and you know what? All, all, all it's about is making our country great again and taking back our country from the 
from corruption. You were a U.S. attorney. You fought against the, the Italian mob. And, and we, what is so different from the Biden administration to back then to the Italian, you know. You know, know I'll family? give you one of the differences. The Italians uh, uh, cared more about their grandchildren than, than Joe does. Yeah, he funneled money to his kids, right? Didn't he? Uh, he, uh, with, he refuses uh, to acknowledge. Money? He refuses to acknowledge uh, the one that, uh, you know, the one that uh, Hunter had with the girl that's now suing him. Uh, Biden refuses to uh, acknowledge the kid. He says he has six grandchildren. Deliberately leaves that one out. That's a pretty mean thing to do. It is mean. You know, he's an evil person. Come, come, you know, when it yeah, comes down, I know it's hard know. to say that, is it? We don't use the word evil. Uh, are you retired now? Yes, sir. I retired in 2006. And what are you doing? Uh, I am a computer, uh, uh, pretty much a computer guy. Well, I, that's uh, good. That's good. So that you know, so that and I, and I, I I congratulate you and thank you for for doing the narcotics part of it because I would say one of the crimes that affected the most was narcotics because it there's so much of it it tended to narrow your focus uh, both geographically and in terms of time and therefore you could much more wisely use your resources. But thanks, Bill. God bless you and thank you for your service to our city. Uh, let's go to Jimmy. Hello, Mr. Mayor. You just talked about the narcotics problem. Uh, that's very interesting. In 1969, an extremely high-level Soviet defector, General Jan Sejner, I'm pronouncing his name phonetically. It may not be the correct way. Uh, he defected. He was the head of uh, a lot of the intelligence operations around the world against America. He exposed the idea and the fact that the Soviets were going to build a big, massive narcotics and drug movement against America. They wanted to make groups so dangerous and violent that nobody could oppose them or fight back, and groups that uh, are so big and massive they could actually at some point take on the military. And you see, they've achieved it. So a guy comes here in 1969, a Soviet, who knew about the long-range plan, and he talked about it. Uh, he ended up dying from his uh, CIA asthma medication. Some people do die from some asthma medication. Right. But that general, uh, after the Soviet Union supposedly collapsed, there were a lot of people in the Soviet Union who had information, they had documents. Make a long story short, this general had a film of Bill Clinton. Now, it was described as Bill Clinton being brought into the KGB. I suspect it was a blackmail film. So the CIA, the FBI, the Democrats, well, also Inside Edition, the TV show, were all vying to get the film. So this defector, working with my friend Joe Douglas, who helped them put together the book Red Cocaine, uh, they were working, trying to negotiate. Anyway, make a long story short, somebody broke into the home of this defector, stole the tape. Tape, we don't know where it is now. And, of course, the defector died from his CIA medication. There's a lot of strange things going on. you got the drug cartels in Mexico could actually battle the Mexican military. Right. They have thousands of agents uh, in America, the, the, the Mexican drug cartels. Oh, yeah, and that's a big – and, that's, and that, that, that's increasing dramatically. Jim, i got to take a hard break, but thanks for that. And why the hell don't you write a book? I think, this, I think you should write a book, and we'll talk about that next time you call in. We'll be back with the mayor's final thoughts. 
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Giuliani Show. It's time for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Mayor's Final Thoughts. This is Rudy Giuliani, uh, back uh, with the Rudy Giuliani Show and uh, with the Mayor's Final Thoughts, sponsored by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org, the organization that's there when uh, one of our uniformed service members is catastrophically injured in the line of duty or, God forbid, loses their life. They're there uh, to see if there can be a, a smart home uh, that can be put together to help that person who, who who's having, you know, who maybe has lost all their limbs to be as independent as humanly possible. And in the case of those who die in the line of duty, they're there right away with the check to take care of the mortgage. Now, you say, well, that's only small. Well, they do a lot more than that also. But that's, I, I will tell you from, this is a, Rudy the expert witness testifying, you can't believe how important that is. It's like a the first rock of stability because particularly if, if you're dealing with a more tr- traditional uh, uh, family, the kind of families that we love and the communism wants to do away with, uh, it may very well be that the firefighter or police officer or sergeant or whatever is the sole support of the family. Or they're, they're – and even if it's a two – uh, income family, that income is critical. So the first thing that happens, I mean, not the first thing, but as soon as the, as soon as the, as soon as the, uh, the shock, uh, happens, right away there's this, how am I going to take care of my kids? How am I going to take care of my kids? And here's Frank Sillow with the check for the mortgage. Wow. Mm. And then Frank will do a lot more, believe me. So my final thoughts today are about an article. A uh, rather small one in the in the uh, Wall Street Journal of the of the other day, uh, and it says Lena Khan blocks a cancer cure. Lena Khan is you know, I, I want somebody to tell me is there a competent person in this administration that isn't a left wing freak of some kind or a uh, or a deficient in character or intellect. This woman is holding up uh, people uh, uh, possibly being cured of cancer. Uh, now the now the orga- organization that she unfortunately was put in charge of this left wing dodo bird is uh, um, is the F is um, uh, the FDA the Federal Drug Administration I'm sorry the FTC the Federal Trade Commission she should be I mean if she's making a ruling like this she should be FDA because she has no capacity to make this ruling. Let me see if I can explain this real quick. There is a company known as Grail that has as a mission to detect cancer early when it can still be cured. Now, I am alive today because I detected cancer early. And that that uh, that possibility for prostate cancer occurred about 30 years ago, and it saved enormous numbers of lives. Uh, almost, almost every form of cancer. And now I'm speaking, you know, not as a doctor. I'm not a doctor. I wish Dr. Maria were here. She'll be here by Thursday. She's coming back 
I think she's already back in the United States, thank God, from Japan, safely. And um, if you can get any form of cancer early, you can cure it. Amended to probably there are some you can't. But let's say most. Even the ones that seem like pancreatic and the ones that seem like killers. So Grail, this company has worked on early. We'll, We'll finish this tomorrow. The Rudy Giuliani Show.